at the intersection of ideas and action. This is Longitude Soundbites, where we bring innovative insights from around the world directly to you. I am Longitude Fellow Jesse Anand van der Meule from Rice University, and today I'll be presenting a soundbite by Dr. Jeff Fry, Vice President of Innovation at TalentPath, an enterprise working to further educate emerging tech talents. He'll be speaking to us about emotional intelligence and how this is crucial to leadership success. I'm Dr. Jeff Fry from Houston, Texas, Vice President of Innovation at TalentPath, a venture that is upskilling emerging tech talent. And I'm on faculty at business schools, uh, Rice University, Citadel, where I teach innovation courses with a lean toward my research subject, emotional intelligence. I've had quite a lot of change recently in my world and probably in yours as well. While these changes are on an impact scale like no other, leaders in business and groups, nonprofits, have always had to deal with uncertain environments. I've become a devourer of whatever wisdom I can find or even create myself around how leaders handle their leadership, the change that impacts them, their professional effectiveness, and personal well-being. These things flow and lead one to another, but maybe not in the way you might think. Take the CEO of a large nationwide nonprofit who was on a wedding anniversary trip with his wife when an event prompted his team to reach out to him and call him home to personally take care of a situation. He did. It was a huge success, and he received an award for the diligence by which he had handled it. From all outward appearances, he did the right thing. Maybe as a one-time event in isolation, this noble act makes sense, but our CEO has made a habit of missing family outings, staying too long at work, letting his physical and emotional health go by the wayside, all for the mission of the organization. What he doesn't realize is that he is headed for some unfortunate life events, which will be termed burnout. His personal health will fade. His professional effectiveness will be lost. The very organization that he was working so hard for will be deemed ineffective and the mission go unfulfilled for a time. Sad story, I know. I usually tell the ones from a positive light, but what's the lesson here? If our leader was equipped with the knowledge and skills to recognize that his actions, which look to him and everyone else around him as being positive, you know, sold out to the organization and setting the example, if he recognized that his actions were driving himself and eventually his own organization down a dark path, he most certainly would have turned them around. It's the difference between an unsustainable leader and a sustainable one. And a factor in that is emotional intelligence. A leader with high emotional intelligence first has self-awareness, understands themselves and is aware of their emotions, actions, and how those impact themselves and others. This can come many ways, personal assessments, situational analyses, coworkers, even friends and relatives can give us this perspective. Once that's known, then self-regulation kicks in. Do what is right, not what is wrong. Do what is beneficial and not what is destructive. Easier said than done. But peers and accountability partners and mentors can assist us with this step. My hope for leaders and anyone who is facing an uncertain environment with constant change is to become professionally and personally impervious to the shifts around them by having a solid foundation of self-awareness and self-regulation. These first pillars of emotional intelligence can save individuals and organizations from destruction. 
If you as a leader in your home, school, group, or business feel that you don't trust yourself in certain situations to make a call that will benefit both your followers and yourself, try boosting your emotional intelligence. I personally think it has become in recent months the biggest factor differentiating leader success or failure in these ever-changing times. Thank you, Dr. Fry, for sharing your insights with us. In times of a worldwide pandemic that is draining our mental health batteries, emotional intelligence is more important than ever before. Yet it seems like not a lot of people are aware of its meaning or application in the real world, myself included. The best definition I encountered online goes as follows. Emotional intelligence is the quality that enables us to confront with patience, insight, and imagination the many problems that we face in our effective relationship with ourselves and other people. The overcommitted CEO that Dr. Frey mentions is a textbook example of how Western society likes to fuel the work-life balance. That is, when push comes to shove, a work-life balance can be forgotten, and one is often expected to commit to work fully. Pulling all-nighters, working during the weekends, and expectations of immediate responses to an email are just a few examples of the things that have become commonplace. Adding on to that list, we can take the CEO who comes back from a vacation to solve an emergency situation at work. But what about emotional intelligence? Why do we not give the same amount of credits to people that prioritize their own well-being over work? Why do I feel looked down upon when I want to tell my college professor that I prefer not to have tests on Saturdays? I don't know if anyone can give a definitive answer to these questions. But luckily, new initiatives that stress the importance of emotional intelligence are emerging more and more. Dr. Fry is not alone in recognizing that cultivating emotional intelligence should become a priority. And I can only hope that more people will start to realize the same. We hope you've enjoyed today's segment. Please feel free to share your thoughts over social media and in the comments. Or write to us at podcast at longitude.site. We would love to hear from you. Join us next time for more unique insights on Longitude Soundbites.